0: This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcast.org. Start your very own podcast today at JewishPodcasts dot org. Good night, Shabbos. Good night, Purim. Cotton. Hope everyone is doing well. We'd like to wish a Mazel to Mr. and Mrs. Shlomi Kurtz upon the recent marriage of their granddaughter. Uh, special Mazel to the parents, Mr. and Mrs. Chaim Hill Kurtz. May they see much nachas. From this daughter and from the entire mishpacha, one of the things that are very popular in our world today and now are influencers, motivators, people that have an ability to get followers, people to listen to them, people to watch them, people to to hang on every word they say. It's very popular on social media. How many followers does a person have? How they can influence people. And I believe in this week's parasha, the Torah too gives us an idea how to be an influencer, how to be a motivator. But not to be a motivator for things that don't matter, not to be a motivator for things that are not important, but how to influence and motivate someone to be close with HaKadosh Baruch How can we, all of us, in our own capacity, have the ability to motivate, inspire, influence someone to build a more meaningful and a more real relationship with HaKadosh Baruch I think this appears in a couple of places in this week's parish. One place in this week's parish which is worth noting, is a pasuk in the beginning of the parashah. The pasuk tells us, and you should Speak Speak to all the people who have wisdom in the heart, Hashem ruach chachma, that are filled with the ruach chachma. Says the ch-sam, sorry, for something so important for chenich, something that all of us need to remember when we're dealing with children, grandchildren, and people that we deal with on a... Constant and daily basis says the Chassam Sofer. Do you know what you're supposed to tell the Chachmei Leiv? Do you know what you're supposed to tell them says the Chassam Sofer. Tell them Asher Milasev Ruach Let them know they have talents. Writes the Chassam Sofer. If someone has a talent, let them know. Don't let make believe. No, you're not talented and play that another card. No, let someone that has talent know that they have talent. This comes in so many different forms. If a child has a specific talent, the parent should let the kid know, Tatala, you have a talent. You're very good at writing. You're very good at this. You're very good at that. Right, So I'm sorry for that, is education. Letting people know their talents, abilities, and capabilities. So many people think, no, I can't tell my child that. It's going to get to their head. They're going to become a Balgaiva. Says sorry, that is the first thing in life if you want to motivate someone you want to influence them let them know they have talents let them know they can do great things we don't mean to lie to the children to exaggerate but if a child is like the passage says let them know let the child know you have talent you could do great things you have abilities you have capabilities that's an unbelievable way to influence someone to do great things I believe this connects into the Megillah as today is Purim Cotton. What does Mordechai tell Esther? Mordechai tells Esther, listen, now that the decree has come down that Ahasuerus wants to kill the Jews, you have the ability. You're the one who can make a difference now and go speak to him. You. And initially Esther is hesitant to go, but Mordechai says, listen, you have it. This is why you're here. Remember, maybe this is the only reason why you got to this position in the first place. That's acknowledging that she has a talent, she has a skill, and use it. That's exactly what the Chassam Soif is telling us on this passage, that we have to remind ourselves, if we have talent, tell the people, this is true for children, adults, people we work with, people we know. Say, by the way, you have an unbelievable talent, you know, you can do this and you can do that. That is what enables people, that is what motivates people, that's what inspires people to do great and amazing things. But I believe this message is repeated to us yet again in this week's parish. If you go through this week's parasha, there's basically three major themes discussed in this week's parasha. The beginning of the parasha is the Menorah. Then we move on to the clothing that the Kaihanim wore. The inaugurating of the Kaihanim, Then the end of the Parsha, all the way at the tail end of the Parsha, the Torah talks about one more building that we haven't built yet. The Mizbeach for the Keturus. And that's how parshas Tetzava closes. And the Mepharshim are very bothered that this week's parasha is not about building. Construction was last week's parasha. In last week's parasha we discussed about the Mishkan and the various kalim in the Mishkan. So why in this week's parasha did we decide to talk about the building of the Mizbech for the Keteris? What's its relevancy in this week's parasha? I believe the answer is maybe a little drush, but I think the answer is the following. The Torah is giving us the answer to the question we started off with. How do you become an influencer? How do you motivate someone? How do you inspire someone? The answer is exactly following this week's parsha. Beginning of the parsha, the Torah tells us about the menorah. What do we know about the menorah? The oil used for the menorah has to be pure oil, pure, no shmarim, no particles, no mixing, pure oil, authentic purity. Nothing less. Nothing can be used for the menorah besides for pure. The purest of the, the first drop that comes out of the uh, the olive, that's what you use for the menorah because the menorah represents Torah. When you're dealing with Torah, living a life of Torah, it has to be pure, without any mixed without anything mixed in, no side agendas, pure Torah. Then we move on to the kahanim in the big day Kahuna. What's so unique about the kahanim and their clothing? What does it represent? The kahanim represent service servicing Klal Yisrael. The kahanim looked at themselves as here to serve the people. Not about us. The Kahana never thought about themselves as greater, more important than us, but they looked at themselves as, I'm here to serve the Jewish people. That's why their clothing represents the same attitude. Their clothing was here to remind them of their job and their task. When they put on that clothing, they said to themselves, I am now ready to serve the Jewish people. It's not about me. It's not what I get out of it. It's not my perk. It's not my kickback. It's not how good I look in this outfit. Is that when they put on that outfit, they're ready now to serve the Jewish people. When a person has an attitude of purity, when a person has an attitude that it's not about me, then they come to the Katiris. What do we know about the Katiris? The Katiris was one of those things that had a very far reaching impact on people's lives. The Katiris gave off a smell. That smell traveled way beyond the base of Mikdush itself, it went distance, it traveled. Other people throughout Yerushalayim, throughout Eretz Yisrael could smell the Ketairas. That's influence. Someone does not act in the Besamegdash and its sound, its smelled, its felt impacted some, somewhere else. The Ketairas was the influencer. But says the Torah, how do you become an influencer? And that's why the Torah writes it in this week's parasha. The Torah wants to know, how do you influence people? When you're like the Menor and you're like the Koyhanim. When you're pure and you're not thinking about yourself, and you're not mixing in other agendas. And you like to carry in their clothing. Not about me. You want to influence another Jew? Don't make it about you. You want to inspire another Jew? Don't tell them how great you are. Live for others. Do for others. Think of others. When that's your mentality, then you'll be like the Ketiris. You'll inspire people way beyond your small area. And perhaps even beyond your lifetime. That is the power of inspiration, but it depends where it's coming from. If your motive is to inspire others to make you feel better, if your motivation is to make you bigger, if your motivation is to mix in at something else, it's not pure like the olive oil, it's no good. And if when you think about inspiring others, it's about what's going to do for me, you're not pure like the Qayhadim and the B'gadim, it's not going to work. One of the tips they give for public speaking is if a public speaker gets up at any event and his agenda is to make himself sound great and not about inspiring his crowd and not about making a difference to someone else, if it's all about (coughs) him selling sales of his books or pushing his social media, he's not a good public speaker. One of the rules is when you get up, you say to yourself, how can I teach this crowd, inspire this crowd to make them better, not to make me better? And that's what the terrorists is teaching us in this week's parasha. If we want to inspire other people, we want to be someone who brings Yidden closer to the Baruch Hu. we need to be like this week's parasha. We need to realize it's not about me. It's not about how many people are going to look at my shoe room and how many people are going to read my articles. That's not the point. The point is, can I make a difference in the Kodesh Baruch Hu's army? We're all soldiers in the Kodesh Baruch Hu's army trying to do what's best for him, not for us. I'm not inspiring people so I can be liked. I'm inspiring people so more people will follow HaKadosh Baruch Hu, more people will be part of the Yama Nifchar. And that's what the Torah is reminding us in this week's parish. If we want to inspire, we want to motivate, we want to be an influencer, A, it should be for Hashem, motivate and influence people to be close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but more than that, it's to realize what we need to do to inspire others. Authentic honesty and thinking of others. So many stories we can mention of how people influence other people. One of my favorite stories is how the Beit Yaakov movement began. What was the impetus for Sarah to start this movement? She was in a shul on a Shabbos Chanukkah, And the Rav in the shul spoke about Yehudis, spoke about great women in Jewish history. And that inspired her to start the Beit Yaakov. Can you imagine? One Shabbos drosh where the rabbi was probably not thinking about the Beit Yaakov movement. But that inspired her. How about a fellow who built a shul The first Orthodox shul in Dallas was built by a Jew who was inspired by standing at the kaisal once, when he was not religious. But he was there on a trip to learn about religion. And at the end of his trip, and he didn't learn much about religion, he just saw the kaisal, and he saw a Yushalmi davening. And he was so inspired by how that Yushalmi davened. He said, I want to build a shul, a synagogue in my community. That was the impetus for the first shul, orthodox shul to be built in Dallas, Texas. That Yushal Yid who was just davening. He wasn't trying to put on a show for anyone. He was just davening. All of us come in contact with people all day long from different walks of life. Some Jewish, some not Jewish, some from not. We can inspire and motivate and influence so many people. Not because we're trying to. But we're just trying to show what a Yid is supposed to be. How we conduct ourselves, how we daven. How we learn, how we're in business, how we're on the street, that influences people. People watch and people see. I told my tamidim and yeshiva, you understand, you're under a massive microscope. Everyone's watching you. What does the Jew do? How does he do? What does he do? We're all in the position to be unbelievable motivators. We can all be fantastic influencers. If we follow the system given to us in this week's parasha, pure like the oil, honest and sincere, not about us, serving HaKadosh Baruch Hu for Hashem, not for us. And that way we can do amazing, amazing influence in Kala One of the things we're seeing now in Eretz Yisrael is an unbelievable chazara. So many people are coming back to Yiddishkeit. People are doing mitzvahs, keeping Shabbos, putting on tefillin. It's an unbelievable tshuva, chazara. We're seeing so many Jews coming back. What a Kiriv movement. It's beautiful. We, we, we are, we're seeing an unbelievable movement we haven't seen in years. Yiddin coming closer to HaKadosh Baruch and that's what we want to do. We should be zayichet to continue to influence people in a good way, motivate them, inspire them. Let's lead by example, and we should bring back all of Klal Yisrael, all those children that are lost from their recognition of Yiddishkeit. They don't even know they're Jewish. They have no connection. Let's bring them back by doing simple, simple acts of living regular lives through honesty, being who we are motivate and inspire a generation. And by that, when we bring back all these lost neshamas, we'll be zeichet together to greet Mashiach, this man ha-geula. We have two months this year of Gula We have two others. We can daven for the geulah. The same way the Jewish people were saved at the time of Purim. Today is a very auspicious day. Day for Purim, day for tefillah. We should be zeichet to see Gula in our life, like the times of the Purim story. The ultimate geulah, the arrival of Mashiach. Have a wonderful Shabbos.